Game begin. Hello and welcome to Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. This is episode 46. I am your host, Andrew, and joining me tonight is literally the only other dad who is available this week. That's me. We've got Kevin. Hey. Well, today, please keep your seat backs and tray tables in their upright and locked position because we're going to be time traveling with the Norse god of mischief himself, Loki, and his upcoming TV show headed to Disney+. Plus. It's really called a TV show, though. I, I guess so. A streaming show. Just a show. Just a show at this point. Uh, that'd, be cur- that'd be Yeah, that's another nerd curious definition thing. Yeah, how all that's changing. Yep. Yeah. Well, before we dive in, uh, anything happened to you guys in debt? Or I say you guys. I'm used to saying that at you this guy. point. Just, yeah. Hey, you guy. <laughs> anything happened to you, Kevin, in dad life this week? It was a pretty boring week. Like, we got, cool we got, story. We got, we got our back door <laughs> replaced. Like, nothing that was like... Nothing that anybody would really care about other than I have many kind of a week, week, week. I have many of those weeks primarily because Mm -hmm. Theodore is still learning to talk. I have a feeling that really once he starts having conversations, that's when we're really that's when it gets kind of crazy. We we did have one fun moment this week, though. Um, We were at the end of the day. We're sitting at the dinner table and uh, Kristen has been watching Abigail and uh, Theodore all day and it's been a day. And so Theodore, sure. I mean, uh, Kristen's just worn out. And so she was getting ready to take the baby to go do something. And I go, Hey honey, I can watch the baby for a little bit. Like I, I can watch Abigail. And at after that, carrots, that's no, no, okay. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it was. She's just, she's sitting there in her little swing, just doing her thing, you know, just yeah, watching. She can't the, eat yet. Yeah. She can't roll over. Just, let just her watching the world go by. And so I go like, honey, I, I can watch Abigail for a little bit. If you want to do whatever. And at that exact moment, my daughter lets forth this juicy cheek flapper that just papers her entire diaper. And my wife turns to me and goes, okay, (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. I mean, I'm surprised this girl did not achieve liftoff and was tracked by NASA. So good. And the timing of it was absolutely perfect. Yeah, that's good timing for her. We've definitely had our share of blowout diapers that are like we got a tag team this one we've definitely had our fair share of those uh, oh, oh yes and i oh, wish yes. those upon no one but they're always they make great stories we we've got a couple super poopers yeah. on our hand we'll just leave it at that well uh let's start this discussion we'll be back in just a sec this next segment is brought to you by maleshko making videos should be fast and fun find out how at maleshko.com that's m-i-l-e shko.com or you can go to dadgumnerds.com click our sponsors tab and it'll take you straight there these guys supported us in the beginning and we'd love for you to support them back thanks guys all right this week marvel drops another show on disney plus this time covering loki as he gets into more trouble with what time travel cops is that i think it's because he already got in the trouble they're more of like arresting him well agreed uh, yeah. so what we know so far from trailers and news releases and all that that we have so far uh this episode uh this show will be coming out june 9th 2021 weird that in and of itself is weird to me it is typically disney plus likes uh friday releases but june 9th actually lands on a wednesday wednesday and even all the the other episodes are getting released on wednesdays which is uh, which is cool. It's they even had a teaser trailer that said like, "Hey, you know, Loki's going to be premiering June 11th." No, wait, it's actually going to be June 9th, just to subvert some expectations. Yeah, it's so weird. 
I mean, I'll we take did, it. We did it a couple days earlier, and yeah. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Um, it's going to be six episodes. It centers around our alternate universe Loki after he grabs the Tesseract from the Endgame Avengers, the ones who are time traveling. Kind of Endgame Avengers, but if you look at it timeline, it's when they arrested rest him in the original Avengers. Yeah, so it just it so, breaks off into a million pieces on what the timeline's going to do. Yeah. So he gets into trouble with the Time Variance Authority, the TVA, a group of time traveling, uh, excuse me, time uh, and reality watchdogs protecting what they call the true timeline. I don't know what that means, but we're going to roll with it. Um, <laughs> Loki is recruited by these guys to get the timeline back in order to make up for his mistakes. Obviously, things don't go according to plan. Or maybe they do a little bit, just in Loki kind of way. They very well could. <laughs> um, I, I looked up, I was looking up this week, like, okay, what do we know? And so I went on to IMDb and looked up the synopsis for this movie. And it's, I kid you no not, it's it's written a new Marvel chapter with Loki at its center. Yep. Nobody knows. Nobody has any clue what's going on aside from the very little that they've released so far. Even and less than when WandaVision came out. They just knew it was like, oh, it's some sort of homage to sitcoms. Oh. Loki is like, I don't know. He's doing well, this random stuff. I mean, no joke. All you have to do is just say, hey, Tom Hiddleston is back as Loki and we're doing six episodes of a TV show. And there's your marketing. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, all, all yeah, your man. Marvel fans are like, I'm back on board for this. Yep. Um, there, the fact that we aren't getting necessarily like a hardcore description that's mm-hmm. around this makes me think that they've kind of got something up their sleeve. Sure. Um, I mean, Marvel typically does that, but I've, I have a feeling that this is going to impact the Marvel universe just a little bit more than they're probably letting on at the moment. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm okay with you always sure. hear me, you know, talk about anything, you know, whether it's a show spinoff, whatever, where it's like mm-hmm. moving the needle of a, Mar- uh, of a cinematic universe. And I think this one is going to. Yeah. So let's dive in. Uh, Our conversation is going to be revolving around about three questions. We've got what are you excited about? What are you concerned about? And what are your predictions? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, So, Kevin, let's just start off the top. What are you excited about for this? Uh, I'm excited. So this was the most excited Marvel release I had on my calendar for this year. Oh, really? Just in general. Yeah. I mean, I like Loki's character in general. I think they've developed him. He's one of the better developed characters in the MCU. And I think that's because fans wanted him to be to a degree. Yeah. And 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 Tom is just a he's a fantastic actor and he plays that character so well. Um, Just more. This is the third piece of Marvel content this year. <laughs> Which wow. is crazy to yeah. think about. Well, considering that it took us like a year and a half between was Spider-Man Far From Home or mm-hmm. um, um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting them. They're all got home They're in all, the title. Just all yeah. screw me up. Um, But, you know, it's a year and a half between that movie and then WandaVision. Right. And so now Marvel's like, all right, let's make it for some lost. Let's time. just release stuff. Right. Uh, and I, I kind of love it and I kind of hope that it sort of stays with this cadence. Cause if you think like comic books are released weekly. Mm-hmm. So as long as they can keep the production value, I would love for them to keep releasing at this sort of click, which is basically every other month. Well, I, I I'm, I'm more of a fan of quality over quantity. And I think most people are in this case. Yeah. And I mean, if you have to dial back the speed of things to make something a little bit better in the long run, take that route every time. Oh, absolutely. But Marvel has proven that they don't necessarily have to take 
that oh, route. Uh, yeah, they're, especially they're, recently. They they be cranking stuff out as of late, and yeah, they're doing a really great job so far. WandaVision yeah. was really solid. Um, I know some people thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier was kind of a mixed bag. I overall really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and this one looks like it's really promising though, and and I, I think has some implications to set up where Marvel's going with Phase Four. Get people. I do. I do agree with that. that. I'm really excited about going deeper with Loki and to see how they handle him. Mm-hmm. Um, because of when he took, let's just say they used the Loki from yes, an Endgame, but he took the Tesseract. But they went back in time, basically to Avengers. Mm-hmm. So basically, from Avengers on, that Loki has no knowledge of what happened. Right. So nothing from. Thor so how Dark evil World. is this Loki? Right. Nothing from Ragnarok, Dark World, any of that stuff. So how evil is this Loki compared to what we've seen most recently? I'm very interested to see how to handle that. I I have heard rumor that they that Loki is going to go through some like major events throughout history. Okay. So um one of the more popular ones is DB Cooper. I was about to say well that I was he like is what sort was of the, that. Yeah. What was that name of the guy who jumped out of the plane airplane, jumped out right. and no one could ever find him again? I was like it's that guy so, yeah, and yeah. it looks like so they're the tackling rumor, that. They're tackling that and a couple other things. So I think that'll be like a fun sort of take on history and sort of a tongue-in-cheek kind of a way a foresty gump type of revisiting history almost sure we'll go okay. with that forest gump <laughs> the forest gump version of loki sure yes <laughs> um i am genuinely curious um you know obviously the the tva one i'm really curious to see what they're doing with that and kind of how that folds into the Marvel universe where they've been this entire time. I know, you know, we're basically subject to a writer room on this, but sure. where they have been the entire time. Um, but they've obviously got Loki like, you know, under their finger for this entire series, or at least part sure, of it. Or to a degree of it, at least for the first two or three episodes. So one, I want to see kind of what they have, what their hold is, what are the penalties sure. for him not following through with whatever they want. But you know that Loki is going to double cross and triple cross and quadruple cross yeah. his way out of this. And I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see how to that see how all, he does that. I'm really, I, I'm wondering if like the TVA is going to be setting up, like they're checking, they know that Loki's going to double cross them. So they're right. setting up for that, but Loki's, you know, 10 steps ahead, like ahead he says in the trailer the game. Right. Because and, it'll you know, be interesting to see how they do, how they deal with time in a nonlinear fashion. Right. With this as well. Do you think Owen Wilson will um, or Loki will make a Lightning McQueen reference to Owen Wilson? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, my son would be very happy, though, if yeah. that were the case. Yeah. Uh, all, all I need, though, is Owen Wilson to go. Wow. Wow. And I'm I'm set for life. Mm, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, any other thing you're excited about in particular? I'm just super curious. Like, I'm probably more curious about this than I am than I was about WandaVision and WandaVision I, I really was amazing. Yeah. More really? curious about this one. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean, WandaVision's thing was like all intrigue. It like, was, it was. And, and I think part of it now that we kind of know what a Marvel series is now, at least in, in terms of streaming. Uh, but I, it feels like they put so much more development and dollars into this one. Mm, okay. Than they did to some of the other ones. Um, 
Probably not. It probably looks that way because of the spe- all the special effects needed for a character like Loki. Which props to the special effects guys too, because these are series and not movies, and they right. look like they are legitimately from a Marvel movie. And it's on same TV thing with show. all of them. Yeah, it's on it's on TV show budget and time, which that is remarkably less than a movie. Well, speaking of budget, still do we know good stuff like out. The, the budget per episode? I don't know. It's Marvel. They have more money than God at this point in time. So yeah, Loki, I'm going to, I'm going to look into that. You keep talking. I'm going to okay. see if I can find that. I'm also very curious too. That we, we're kind of in, we are in the multiverse aspect with that door has yes. been opened with this 25 million per episode. Oh, that's, For that's Loki. a lot. That's a lot. Um, we, we've obviously cracked the door on the multiverse on this, where we are working with essentially a multiverse Loki. At this right. point, I'm really curious to see how multiverse this thing is going to go. I hope it if, doesn't go too crazy. I hope this isn't like a door opening for go ahead, Sony, knock yourself out. Go ahead, so and so, knock yourself out. And I agree with that. And it's probably, and I'm going to come back to that in just a little bit. But I'm like, are we going to see cameos of, say, <clears throat> Steve Rogers or Iron Man or, you know, other sure. stuff that we've seen in the past where it's like a little cameo moment where we touch in on it? Um, or are we just going to go like straight up, what if? Sure. Down a timeline riff and be like, okay, if this is altered in some way, it does this, which kicks off the what if series. I don't know. Sure. It could be Loki shatters this thing into so many million pieces that we get a new series out of it. Well, I know they're already in development for season two. Oh, are they? Of Loki. Yeah, they're already in development for season two. Oh, well, that, you know, strikes one of my concerns. But no one's uh, attached to it yet. Okay. Not Um, even Tom. No, no one's attached to it yet. Well, and know, I think that's intentional just because of well, you, you don't production make, reasons. You don't, you don't want to make you know, any casting announcements at this point in time. Right. You don't want to overplay your hand. You know, if you say stuff. like, oh, and Wilson is coming back, it's like, okay, that takes out a little bit of the tension. That's yep, in right. What song. happens to the character and all that stuff, right? Yeah. You, you save that and let people draw that out for what, week seven? I'm, I'm perfectly okay with announcing that just, you know, a few months out. I don't, I don't right. have to know that at this point in time. No, because by the time this ends, we'll be looking forward to what's, what's after this. Shang-Chi, uh, Shang-Chi I believe. Shang-Chi is right over this. Yeah. Which I'm really curious about that. We're going to be doing an episode later on about expectations uh, around that side of things. It's going to be a different Marvel movie than what they've done previously. I love a good martial arts movie, but I, we're not talking about him right now. With Marvel flair, I'm down. Yeah. Um, and my other question is how cosmic can this go? Um, there have been some shots where like, we're clearly off world. We're Mm -hmm. obviously working inside the TVA, which is kind of outside of time. I'm, I'm really curious to see, are they going to stay on earth and just do like the DB Cooper thing and just, just take the earth route. Or are they really going to push that? This is a cosmic storyline that they're working with. It doesn't affect just earth. I think it depends on which version of Loki or if they're all like a version of Loki that they're playing with. Right. Mm hmm. So does he go back and mess with Thanos a little bit? Does he go back and do stuff with, or is, or is it even stuff that other people did that they, they want Loki to correct because he sent him on the path to go do the thing? Okay. Okay. I, I mean, either one of those. I I, I'd love for Loki to come back and mess with Thanos after be like, Hey, you killed me. Hey, <laughs> guess <Right>. what? <laughs> I'm back. Um, no resurrections, my foot. Yeah. Um, and the last thing is I'm really curious as to who they're setting up in the show as the big bad. Sure. Um, because as of right now, you have Loki who's kind of fixing the timeline and the TVA is kind of a 
I won't say like a help, but also a hindrance as well. Sure. They're a source of antagonism as well as helping the protagonist. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that that's strong enough to carry a particular show. And I think Marvel probably has something under their sleeve that to make that a yeah. little bit stronger. To, and to be fair, there was no like true, true villain in WandaVision either. No, we, we haven't even set up anything that goes like this is where phase four is going to go. Right. We, we're headed in this direction. However, I do feel like this is the first one that could have that cosmic implications. Mm-hmm. And with as big as Marvel seems to be going with phase four and how they're making this universe bigger. I think this is the first one that we're seeing that could have implications on where's the whole. of yeah, it could have input on everything. Yeah. The MCU going for phase four and yeah, because he plays because Loki can play with any one of them, so to speak. Cosmic. Mm-hmm. more grounded yeah, whether magic whether we stay just low uh, just earth whether we you know we're in the magic realm whether we're loki's kind of mm-hmm. he, he's a chameleon he can do it all at this he point can, right so i'm really curious to see whether or not they're just going to stick with the tva is kind of you know when when loki double crosses or they double cross him whether that just turns into the big bad for this or i'll make a prediction later on which i feel is almost a safe prediction at this point on who they're setting up for um for the who they're setting up for later uh, well, that kind of dips into next. What are if we're concerned about anything for this show? Um, I, I know in particular, we've talked a lot in this show about clear lines between good and evil. Mm-hmm. And most of us here on Dadgum Nerds usually like our, you know, good guys, good and our bad guys. Yeah, bad. Good, <laughs> there's there's light side, and the dark side, essentially. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can play with a little bit of stuff in between. But let's not, you know, let's not stay there. Right. Um. And so I really am curious. Um, I don't know if necessarily concerned, but how much am I going to be rooting for Loki in this one? Because if we're talking about Avengers, like the first Avengers movie, Loki, right. he's not a great guy. He's not, but he's fun. Like he's a good villain. Oh, yeah. He's a great villain. Um, but yeah, I do agree. I do. Like you said, I like my good guys good. My bad guys bad. I, I don't Loki, need like Loki like he I don't need Buck Rogers level of like, you know, super duper like this guy is the ultimate hero and this guy is the ultimate villain and there's nothing in between. I don't mind seeing that there's some relatability in an antagonist or like, mm-hmm. OK, and kind of see where they're coming from, but they're still bad. Right. Um, Where it's different, like. I don't like rooting for guys like the Punisher, right? So he's yeah. one of those guys that's just like. <laughs> Trip has entered the chat. Shoot him up. Like, <laughs> sure, that's, that, I mean, that, there's a time, but Loki's sort of a different animal in that you want, like, he's such a slick villain. You want him to be right. good. But at the same time, you know, there's no way he's going to be. Well, I mean, if you put two kind of crooked, like an individual and then a crooked organization up against each other, it's who can out crooked the other, basically. Right. Uh, there, no but, honor but is the these, TVA basically. crooked? We don't know that yet. Or are they just you, super you, black and white? You know that they're going to be at some point right. in time. Uh, or there's one person who's crooked inside of it that's messing it all up. And then at the yeah. end of this, you know, the TVA set up for, you know, it's back on the right path or the whole thing dissolves by the end of it because it's yeah, just, I mean, it all needs to go. Poss- I mean, I could see them being more like extreme black and white. Okay. Where Loki's, oh, you know how Loki's always, oper- always operates in the gray. He right. looks out for Loki. This is what it is. Right. And I can see the TVA being, this is white. This is black. There's no variance. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. And then how does Loki 
interact in a society that's just this or that nothing in between. Well, I mean, it's going to probably start out that way, but once right. he starts getting some, you know, some cards into his hand, you know, he's going to start playing some stuff that, right. You know, sends the story in a completely different direction. It looks like Loki is basically going to be the three-year-old to Owen Wilson's parent. Right. Way, uh, Owen Wilson wants him to do one thing. And <laughs> he's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going over here yeah, and doing it, my thing. Yeah. It almost feels like it's going to be a Marvel mystic version of catch me if you can i'd be down i that that sounds lovely so catch me if you can if you guys don't know it's a leonardo caprio tom hanks movie about a counterfeiter a really real life film. a real life counterfeiter who tom yeah. hanks is chasing um and not exactly a family-friendly film but the story's no, good but it's a great movie it's, it really is good um to your point that you talked about earlier, where we talked about cameo appearances and like everything folding in on itself. I, I one of my concerns for this show is that you can do that once or twice. But once you start really folding the show back into itself too much, you get hmm. to Doctor Who really quickly. And that's not in a good way. Yeah, there's good Doctor Who and there's bad. Doctor there there Who. is like Doctor yeah. Who has its merits. And I realize if you're any Whovians out there like it's good. Like I, I enjoy the show, but I, I've always, I've always kind of had this soapbox and I, I may not be able to say this correctly, but like when a universe gets too small and I feel like star Wars does mm -hmm. this on occasion as well, where it's like, I'd rather introduce a new character than bring back an old one and make the universe feel like there's no depth to it. And it's like, right. it's just these 10 characters. Just these 10 characters. What would be fun is if they explore this, multiverse sort of concept and have Chris Evans come back as just for a cameo, but as right. human torch. I, you know, that kind of stuff is coming up and we're hearing just so, in, a, in a very so tongue in cheek sort of way, like guys that I could see yeah. that more in what they're doing with the doctor strange film. Right. Um, but, or, but, or even what they're doing with the uh, Spider-Man far from home mm -hmm. coming out, which both of those look to seriously be playing with the limits of what Marvel's multiverse can do. Right. Which like which I really do think it's going to be more expansive of it. And they're going to have like a similar to what they do now. They have what do they call it on Disney Plus classic Marvel mm -hmm. like like or legacy Marvel. Legacy Marvel like that. Whatever it is. I'll look yeah. that up. I'll look that I think, up. I think they'll have like the MCU, which will be called like their true timeline. Mm -hmm. And then they'll have do stuff that I've talked about in the past that DC should do and just have. OK, director, you can have a. a a trilogy for this character or you can do this or Sony, we can, we'll partner with you, but we're not going to say you're part of the MCU, but we're not going to say you're not either. Mm -hmm. Right. So well, they can uh, start to make some extra bank on the side, so to speak. Funnily enough, uh, they actually have a, uh, if you click on the Marvel tab inside of Disney plus, they actually have a new section in there right now that says featuring Loki. Um, so yeah, all the movies that he's shown up in, yeah. uh, but the answer to the question is Marvel legacy movies. Legacy so movie. all of your Fox films, um, all the awful Fantastic Four and X-Men. Gosh, X-Men. That's just makes me sad just looking at all these films. Sad. Yeah, um, I did watch uh, Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. That is a conversation for another day. That's another conversation. I'm That's just looking just... at this trailer. I have thoughts and feelings, um, but it is not for this particular conversation. And I feel um, bad for those actors, too, because that nobody did them any favors with those films. But that's, no, again, another conversation for. No, and I, I want to keep talking down <laughs> this way. I have many thoughts on it and I can't. Um, but 
I, I, and again, the only other thing that I'm, uh, is there any other thing that you're concerned about before I probably get my last point on that one? I mean, that's, I think the concern I have is like, which Loki are we getting? Mm-hmm. And is the audience going to be confused or is it just going to be this giant suspension of disbelief? All right, this is who Loki is. Like, whatever, I, I don't care. I'm just going to have fun with it. And and we're talking about a, tri- a time-traveling Norse god <laughs> with the time travel police, and I'm talking about character continuity, right? Hardcore people <laughs> will care. The general public won't care as long as it's fun. And Tom's going to make it fun, and Owen's going to make it fun, and the rest of the supporting cast is going to make it fun. So there's a lot of... Sure, whatever. I don't and, care. Just have fun with it. And that was also another thing that I noticed on the IMDb page for this is that the only characters that we have filled in right now, and I am just going to double check this before I totally speak out of my butt and yeah. get this wrong, but they and only have a handful. They Oh, that's true. They have only a handful of people labeled. Um, they right. have Tom Hiddleston playing Loki. They have Owen Wilson playing Mobius M. Mobius, mm-hmm. Erica Coleman playing Force Schaffner, and John Levine playing a paperwork clerk. And that's it. And that's it. I mean, they, in terms of who they actually play, they have plenty of other people on there, but some of them are like bit players. Most of, most of the characters on there are only in it for one or two episodes. Right. And it's like, but like Richard E. Grant, who is a massive name inside mm-hmm. of, of like, I know he's been a doctor who, uh, for a ton of stuff. Um, uh, looking at his, looking at all of his other stuff that's here. Oh, he was General Pride in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Let's, the less we talk about that, the better. Um, series yeah, of they, unfortunate they only events, have six TV people show. that are in all six episodes, and for a show like this, that's going to be obviously going to be very complex. That's a small cast. Yeah, it it really is. So there's a lot of names that they haven't put up yet, which again lends credence to me on they're really not putting. I think their biggest card on the table for this. Right. I think the show's going to go in a direction that we're not necessarily expecting, which is great. I'm all for that stuff. I'm totally down for that. hundred yeah. percent down for it. Um, so that kind of leaves us with just any last minute predictions that we want to make for this show uh, again. So we can come back at some point in time and laugh at ourselves or go, Hey, we did it. We called it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I what, think what do you, we, what do you people think have obvious ones for this one, but I think this is going to breed spinoffs galore. Uh, uh, how can it Go, not? Right. Like even like even and different than the multiverse, but at the same time, the same as the multiverse. Well, again, I wouldn't be surprised if the reason that we're getting the what if show has to do with this Loki show. I know that's an animated, well, an animated, well, show animated and, and they had comics. They have what if comics. Oh, yeah. Right? All the time. Forever. For, for whatever, right, forever. But it would totally be a Marvel thing that it's like, we're not just doing a what-if show because we felt like doing what-if. Right. It's like, no, we actually gave you a narrative reason as to why the show exists. Yeah. And well, that's yeah. pretty cool. And ever since the MCU started, we don't have a lot of animated Marvel content to come out of that studio. No, there's some other stuff that's come out, um, but it's all like Disney XD level right not like stuff that's not something that says the mcu or marvel studios is putting this out Um, right until what if which doesn't even come out until what august something like that yeah so i think that actually no it doesn't beat shang chi because that comes out in wait a minute i think shang chi actually comes out in september i'm going to look this up now before i I get this all all screwed up and black widow's in like what 
a month after Loki. Like it seems like every four or five weeks, right. something new from Marvel's dropping this year. Yep. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is expected to be released September 3rd, 2021. September 3rd. Okay. Uh, we have, if I'm not mistaken, for Black Widow, I think it's July 9th. July that 9th. That one's coming out. I think so, which would be the week after Loki is wraps up. What if uh, the animated Marvel show is expected to drop in August of 2021? And then the Eternals I know is coming out in uh, November of 2021. Yeah, so, so that lines up. So Black Widow will come out about a week after Loki ends and Shang-Chi will come out about a week after um, Prime Access expires. <laughs> <laughs> Our premium Great. access expires. Sounds wonderful. But, but but if you think of that, like that map of laying out content, it's just mm-hmm. masterful. Yeah. And I, I, I do right now with it, Marvel has been very show heavy for this year. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly because of the pandemic. I mean, Black Widow was supposed to have come out long time ago, like a year ago, almost. Yeah. But a long time ago and was supposed to set up some stuff and, um, so really, we've been series heavy at this point, mm-hmm. but I am more I am excited to dip into kind of just like another one off for right. this again, because right now we're used to six, eight weeks of content and having yeah. to come back uh, and and, yeah. and watch this. And it's kind of like I'm I'm ready to go back to just, you know, I'm going to sit down for two and a half hours or two and a half hours or yeah, in our or case, like 30 minutes and, you know, break at it a up. time because yeah, kids, man, kids. <laughs> yeah, I think like if you if you combine the thought of Loki and then I know Marvel have done this before, but also Black Widow, I could see them like having the main timeline, but then also letting directors. Hey, yeah, you can go back in time, so to speak. And yeah, make a, a spinoff movie of a, from a random character because you, you Black could, Widow happens right after Civil War. Right. You could, but it's should you is kind of my question. I know, I know we can get a, a handful of those. And I think the Marvel universe could sustain a handful of what if esque yeah. shows. Sure. But if you go too far down that rabbit hole, you get too much of like really Fox's X-Men where you're like, okay, what the crap is going on right now? Right. What, what is real? What is Canon? What is what if, um, and if yeah. that's not clearly defined, you're, you're going to lose a lot of audience who are yeah. uh, unlike us who really keep up with it. Yeah, and I do think I think you and I are in the minority in this statement, even among our dads. Um, I think Marvel is testing series just as a whole, mm-hmm. as a premium platform, and in possibly in lieu of a movie. Because I really think X Men okay. is better suited for a series. I I hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, if even if it's like a six to eight episode series that leads to a longer mm-hmm. theatrical premium access sort of a leak uh, release, um, just because of the amount of characters that are in X-Men that people are used to. And all the X-Men films are guilty of this, just throwing in 50 right. characters. We're like, no, give me my core five and let, um, and by core five for me, it's the original five. Right. Um, and then peppering people along the way. I've got Trip sitting on my shoulder right now, who I can hear him screaming in my ear at the moment, basically saying that's completely fine. But like Clone Wars, I don't want to have to dive into an entire series to understand what is happening in the fullest extent of the MCU. 
So uh, one thing that I've noticed about what Marvel has done with these TV shows um, was actually due to a conversation that me and Kristen had. Mm -hmm. Kristen did not watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is perfectly okay. Fine. Um, And so I basically told her, hey, just so you know, it kind of this is the general gist of what the show happened. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the show, spoiler alert, if you have not seen it, cover your ears for five seconds. Falcon does indeed become Captain America. And her comment that she made was, well, he was already Captain America because Captain America gave him the shield at the end of Endgame. And so in her mind, it was just like, what's the point? Yeah. So like what what happened in this TV show? Whereas I'm like, no, so much happened in between and all this wonderful stuff. But she's like, no, that basically what she said is the end point was the same. Sure, which is kind of true, which is kind of true. And when you think about what they've done with uh, WandaVision, Mm -hmm. yes, they've changed a few things. And WandaVision, Wanda has basically become fully realized at this point. But there's not a whole heck of a lot that's happened in that that you have to watch watch. in order to understand what's happening in the MCU. Right. And doing Um, a standalone series would make mm -hmm. that the case, so to speak. It would. So like I would I think X-Men is begging for its own series Mm -hmm. on Disney Plus. I think it's begging for it. But if you're going to move again, the Marvel needle in some way and make people care about the canon that is Marvel and the storyline that's there. They eventually have to come to a movie that the general public can be able to watch. Yeah. Now, now that we're like completely off topic, but do they yeah. right with Amazon, <laughs> with Amazon buying all these other properties. What if the, the only place you can see X-Men is if you buy my streaming service? Yeah. It's on Disney plus. It's it, on Dis- But again, right now that's a barrier to entry. And I don't think that that's necessarily what, Disney wants for these characters, especially with new characters that they've just introduced. They want to make these characters as available as possible. Sure. I mean, the and they're public. pretty available to like, if you're a Marvel fan already, you're, you're jumping on board. Right. So I, I would actually see them more starting off X-Men as a movie that they've just mm-hmm. not announced yet. I could see that sure. more happening and being like, okay, well, based off these characters <laughs> and where we've left them, let's go do a, a show with them. Sure. And and that's where you basically fall in love with them. That's that's your Empire Strikes Back, where it's like there's so much more depth and richness to these characters. I would almost rather them make a series. And this is another random thing for streaming. Let's say, say it's eight episodes, but every episode is like 45 minutes. What if you put bundle the first four together and edit it as if it was a film? Oh, if it was a movie? And the second four and edit it together as it was a film and put that into theaters. Part one, part two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could see there's that. There's lots of different ways to slice it, but either way, I you know this. I think. Or I mean, you could slice it into two parts, like you just said. Yeah, the the culture of how we consume media is changing, right? For sure. Well, let's get back on the Loki topic just yeah. for a second. Um, one of my predictions was uh, until you said that there uh, there's a season two of Loki that has been announced, which I had I had missed that. They're in I development. That, yeah. I thought personally we were going to see the end of Tom Hiddleston's Loki, and this is basically just his little epilogue to Hey guys had a blast, mm-hmm. you know, I'm um, going off into the sunset. Um, but if they are doing a season two and he is, you know, like the, the well, they're, they're the, his name it, is on the title. You're right. They, that says Loki season two is into, it might not be. It could not be Loki. Tom Hiddleston. It, it could be well, something. It different. might, it might just be the, the TVA as the second season. Uh, that could be. So yeah, the TVA. Okay. And they just rename so, it essentially and just rebrand it. But it is a continuation, so to speak, of season one, but it's mm-hmm. branded completely different. Um, but I really do think that this show is going to set up the big bad for the 
Marvel saga. And um, between rumors and rumblings that I'm hearing, not necessarily anything announced at this point. Um, and the fact that we are dealing with so much time travel. Yeah. We're dealing with different realities. We're dealing with different branches. This just begs for Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Another purple villain. To show up as the phase four villain. And we just go head over heels into time and reality. That that's where phase four is going. Yeah. Um, I I think my prediction and what I've heard rumblings of is that Kang the Conqueror will show up in this show. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. Like, he has big ties to Avengers and Fast Fantastic Four. Not to X-Men so much, but I don't think they're X-Men is going to get a sniff of content until no, I mean, five or six anyways. But I, I, I still would, if the X-Men and, and Kang the Conqueror faced off against each other yeah. for whatever reason, I'd be like, okay, you know, okay, I, I guess, I, I've, right. got, I've got no problems with this. It's the yeah. MCU for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, I know as of right now, um, I'm going to get his name right before I say anything. Should have had this prepared. I am so sorry. <laughs> um, Kang the Conqueror is going to be played by Jonathan Majors. They've announced that for the sure? Yes. They've okay. announced that um, that he's going to show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Quantumania. Um, officially, but I think we're going to get the first taste of him here and who is the actor again jonathan majors what is what is he in jonathan majors uh he's currently in lovecraft country as playing atticus freeman okay um, i know that that kind of created Help me out. Help big me star out. hbo uh let me see what I, he's not done a whole heck of a lot that like his imdb thing only goes back to 2011 okay um he's apparently going to be in creed 3 which is pretty cool um, and just a handful of other movies that I've, I've personally not seen. So this will basically be like his, his coming his up party, so debut. Okay. Into the MCU. Like, Hey, welcome Jonathan. Um, but I really think that we're going to at least get a touch of Kang the Conqueror and Loki and him are going to have a conversation at least at some point in time. Um, yeah, he's been lots of like really. I don't want to say weird, but like one-off intense yeah. films. Yeah. By one-offs, I just mean like um, non-mainstream. So I, I, I realize that probably not everybody is super familiar with Kang the Conqueror. Um, he's one of the higher tier bad guys that the Avengers has faced off against. Essentially mm-hmm. that he is a tyrant who uh is from i think like the 31st century or something Something like like, way in the future who basically comes back in time and conquers uh he's a conqueror and he gets bored yeah he gets bored and will go and like as things change in the timeline go back and reconquer civilizations and that's just his thing he's got a very convoluted backstory because it is all timey timey crazy so they um, change it all the time based off who's writing the comic book that week. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. Uh, so hopefully they can give him just a a little bit more straightforward backstory in this one. Um, sure. And, you and know, they will. They'll, make it, they'll make it as clean, as simple as they can. Well, I mean, they kind of did that with Thanos, too. I mean, they right. just made they made him a Titan who wanted to rebalance the universe. And right. That's extremely simple as compared to what he is in the comic. What he actually is. And it's hard to get into that. And. Yeah, without losing a vast majority of your audience who are going to pay for a ticket to go see it just because, hey, let's go watch Iron Man and Captain America fight big purple guy. Right. Um, 
So I my my prediction is that we are going to at least see him in this. Um, I think he's at least going to be a cameo appearance and have several lines of dialogue with Loki. But sure. I think it also could be like they set this up towards the end as like this this is the bad guy. Yeah, I wonder the, if this is who we're pushing towards. I wonder if they'll set him up as sort of a disgruntled ex-employee of the TVA. Okay, that could work. I I'd be on board for that. Um I mean that's again oversimplifying who he is. Um but that's but, but that's a clean you, way to do it. That's an MCU way of doing that. Right. I and I'd be a hundred percent on board for that, and you completely understand a guy's like, eh, you know what? This sacred timeline or true timeline that these guys have got, you know, forget that. Let's just do my own thing. I think I could do this better. My own like, yeah. Right. I, I'm on board for that. that. Be, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Marvel, you've heard it here, basically. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> sure you haven't planned the, anything out yeah, or anything. In case you haven't planned it out, you know, you and for all the people who listen to the podcast for, you know, where the MCU should go. Um, but that's that's my big prediction. I think we're going to see yeah, yeah. Kang the Conqueror, which is good. I, mean, uh, I, I like Kang. Like you and I are the only ones that really know who Kang is among our dads anyway. So I'm like, cool. I think Trip probably does, too. I mean, yeah, he's a huge, I guess, yeah, he's that's a huge true. Marvel fan as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of which trip is currently out because he recently had his baby, which is pretty dang cool. Num- numero dos number two. Um, so he'll be back on, uh, in another week or two. And I'm sure we're yeah. going to hear all about what baby number two is like. Um, yeah, but w- actually right now we actually want to know what you think about the Loki series as well. Um, what are you excited about? What are you concerned for? Are there any predictions that you would like to make? for it as well so leave a comment uh, either on youtube or you can send us something on dadgumnerds.com and hit the contact button Um, we read every single one of those so we we catch them all like pokemon pokemon well uh because it's only two of us tonight a game would be a little bit one-sided yeah so we are just gonna go ahead and skip to our closing thoughts and fun count and we'll be right back right after this Hey, Daggum Nerds fans, did you know we had a merch store? If you want a t-shirt or a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, go to daggumnerds.com and hit that merch store tab and you can find what's in store for you. All right. Any closing thoughts before we go? So, yeah, by the time this airs, I only have two days to wait for Loki. Uh, and the problem right. is, yeah. Is math right? Is math, is math right? Yeah. Hey, no be, problem. Yeah, we no release on Mondays at this point and it comes out on Wednesday. So... Yeah, so let's see how wrong we are or how right we are or <laughs> does it matter because it's going to be fun and we look, nerds like to talk about stuff like this. So that's yeah, even if do. you're wrong, you're f- it's like you're so wrong that it's its own way fun. Right, and and it, even if I am wrong, at least I had a good conversation with Andrew for like however long we've been talking. Yeah, it's, it's odd. Like we've been so used to having at least three people on this show at all times just to have yeah. you and me talking like, I'm I'm totally cool with it and yeah. all, but it just it just feels so different. It just feels dirty. Weird. Yeah, not in a bad way, just different. Not a bad way, just totally different. <laughs> just different. Mm-hmm. And no puns, so that's help. <laughs> yes, they. Well, excuse me. Yes, no puns. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, we actually want to do a call out for a new patron that we have this week. Joshua McCausland Joshua. signed up to be a dadgum Padawan Joshua. for three bucks a month. And so we, he gets a handful of perks, like getting a call out yeah. on this show right here, as well as access to our after show that we're actually going to be recording right after, right this. after so, this. Joshua, thank you so much for your support. Um, but if you usually you, skip ahead right well, now, 
hang tight. We've actually got something that's kind of unusual for you at the moment. Um, Yes, as usual, we want you to follow and subscribe to Dadgum Nerds, as always. Uh, We want you to go to dadgumnerds.com and check out our Patreon program like Josh did. However, we actually want to meet you, Josh, first. Um, What's actually been a lot of fun recently is that we've been getting a lot of different listens from all over not only the country, but also the world. A lot of places that we don't even necessarily have connections in. Most places that we listen to don't have any connection. Yeah, you know, it's really cool to see. Like, I believe we just got our first listen from Spain recently. A couple different episodes that came from there, which is really awesome. But we want to meet you. Like, let us know who you are. What's your name? Do you have kids? What's your favorite fandom? What's your favorite color? What's your mother's your favorite? name? Who's your favorite? Um, you know, what part of the world are you in, basically? Who's your we, favorite? Uh, yeah, who's your favorite dad? <laughs> we want to know you. So, like, hit us up and introduce yourself. Uh, we've got a few different options on how to do that best. Uh, best option is going to dagamnerds.com and hitting the contact button. But Instagram, Facebook, and even YouTube comments also work as well. That'd Whatever works best for you. We want to hear from you. So let's talk. We would absolutely yep. love to start a conversation with you. So uh, whatever. Stick your hand up, pipe up, and uh, we'd love to meet you. Yeah. Uh, so we really did have a zero pun count episode. I think Is that so. correct? I think that's pretty solid to say, considering I that you and I. We got away with not with not saying low key on something, which I'm really proud of you for that, yeah, Kevin. The, yeah. Low key, low key episode. Mm hmm. Well, hey, that's all we've got for you today. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you later, Dagum Nerds. Have a great one. Game over.